Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're someone who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight mindset coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to the Lose Weight Live Life podcast episode number 152. I have a bonus episode for you today. The winter 2024 weight mindset coaching experience has been taking place this week and we just had a class all about making your next weight loss journey your last one. We talk about the mindset to help you do just that in the first part of the class and then for the second part of the class I tell you about what it's like in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership, including telling you all about our three-month Food for Thought program that starts next week. If you would like to find out more about that program and the Academy membership, and if you would like to enroll to join us for those, you can go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash enroll, where you will see all of the details. Um, Also, if you would like access to the replays for all of this week's classes, They are available until the end of the day on Monday, the 15th of January. You also, when you register, will get the accompanying workbook and you can get access to the replays and the workbook at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash Jan, J-A-N 24. Two really good examples there. Um, Anyone in the Facebook community, let me just jump in there and see. If anyone there, Jill says, I'd like to remember to think about what I eat before I eat it. Yeah, that is great as well. Really good to think about all of those things. All right, brilliant. Heather says to be curious and compassionate. Alison says to ask herself why I'm eating this. Jan also says to be curious. Laura says that diet mentality can be changed. It absolutely can be. Yeah, that's a really important one as well. Caroline says to stop and think before eating on autopilot. Yeah, really, really great suggestions there. Angela says to not be too hard on myself if I don't lose weight this week. Look at what I've achieved. Yes. If we keep going, doing all the things that we believe will help us lose weight, even if the scales don't show us the results that we expect really quickly, we will get to where we want to be. The often, so often we think that the scales are basically the result of how we've eaten over the day or the two days prior to weighing ourselves. It's actually a lot more of a cumulative effect than that. Antoinette says, praise myself and not blame myself. Or as my hubby is always telling me, be kind to me, be kind to yourself. Yeah, definitely really important things there. So thank you. Okay, so then what we are talking about this evening is, oh, a reminder, we've got some prizes. So before I tell you what we're talking about this evening, I'm going to remind you that everyone who's showing up in the Facebook community, you're doing a great job. I'm going to do the prize draw. There's three prizes that I'm going to give to those of you who Facebook tells me have been the most supportive and engaging, um, sharing, and I'm going to look at what you're posting as well, sharing your own results, asking questions, and also helping and supporting others. And so we've got the three prizes, the bouquet of flowers, the neon night set evening sleep, sleep focused sense, 
I guess an aromatherapy base, isn't it, to help you with that? And then also the self-care stationary set. Okay. Um, I've just spotted Melanie's just asked a really good question. I'll address that now because if I think it might get lost in the foray. Also, I do, do need to let you know that I do need to jump off at um, 8 p.m. this evening because I've got another call in the academy straight after this one. So I'm probably going to go quite quick. So if there are questions that I've not managed to answer, I will absolutely pick up pick those up and address them, whether they are in Facebook or in the Zoom room. Um, but in response, in response to Melanie's question, how do we respond to ourselves if we happen to slip up? Because there's really two, two key things that I always want you to do. And this is something that you learn as a part of, we have a module in the Academy called the Discovery Process. And this is very much an integral part of that. The two things are, one is to make peace with yourself. So often, if we eat something differently to how we planned to eat or how we wanted to eat, if we call it a slip up, um, it's probably a really relatively neutral way of describing it, which is pretty good. But essentially, it's like, OK, we noticed that we ate something. The two things we want to do, one is to find acceptance, make peace with that as quickly as possible. We want to get out of any judgment, any disappointment, any frustration. We want to start to feel neutral about it very in a very pragmatic way think back to sort of the scientific experiment detective investigation type approach we want to be very neutral about it take off that diet mentality take off all that diet trauma learn how to release and let go of all of that so that's not going to actually stop us reflecting and seeing what we can learn from whatever it was that happened we you can't create the relationship with food that you want and lose your weight without having lots of if we're going to call them that slip ups they are the key to your long-term success, which is what we're talking about today. When you go on a diet, your focus is to you know, stick to the diet, stick to the diet, stick to the diet. If you mess up, it's just like, okay, just get back to sticking to the diet. We're not looking at what's gone on for you. You, If you have a slip up, you want to look at what was going on? What was the thought? What was the feeling that led you to eat something that is different to what you wanted to eat and it, it does it's not based on the food that you had either it might sometimes it might be that you you know you want to have chocolate you want to have ice cream that doesn't necessarily automatically equate to a slip up it's when you kind of know that the eating that you did was not something that you want to continue to eat in that way to support you on your weight loss journey it's quite difficult to talk about it without going into a lot of detail but again we have tools and techniques and frameworks and worksheets to really help you with that because that will be a really really big part of your weight loss journey but thank you for asking that question Okay then, so onto what we're talking about tonight. Tonight we are exploring the last weight loss journey that you will go on, staying intentional, remembering what you want and why you want it. We're going to talk about showing up as future you today. We're going to talk about winning and or learning. We're going to talk about you always asking yourself how you can make it easier for you. And then I also want to talk to you a little bit about the idea of unwavering faith and extraordinary effort equals miracles, which is um, the miracle equation by Hal Alrod, which I think can be um, a really useful reference for our weight loss and health journey. So first of all, the idea that we go, the, the issue that I have with talking about a weight loss journey, and I do, I talk about it all the time, but it, the idea that the challenge is we kind of feel like we get to choose when we start it. And that's simply not true because our life is the day, the I guess minutes, hours, 
days, weeks, months, they pass us by. Whether we're doing something to help us create the weight loss and health results that we want in our life, or we're not, we don't get to sit there, I guess, in, you know, comfort and safety and sort of like wait until the right time and then start our journey. We're never stood still. So I kind of think about this on a I don't know if you call them travelators, you know, the, the the conveyor belts you stand on when you're going through an airport. OK, I kind of think that life when you're like as, as you, you know, you're, you're on one of those permanently, you never, ever get to step off it and decide which one you want to go on in which direction you're always moving in a direction, in a particular direction. And so when we talk about starting your weight loss journey, all we're really doing is changing the trajectory, I guess, to go in the direction you want to go in. But if you're not currently going in the direction that you want to go in, then you're going further away from the direction that you want to go in. Okay, so you never have this luxury of standing still, waiting for the right time, waiting to start our journey. That's, I guess, the the first point. And then the second point is there is also... There is no end. And I feel like sometimes that's like really hard news to hear, to bear. There's no point at which you are like, okay, that is it. I never need to think about food again. Everything is going to happen on autopilot. I'm never going to eat, you know, anything other than the perfect way for eating for me. And I talk about having the right balance of eating between fuel and nourishment and nutrition, and then also having some comfort and pleasure. You never get to that sort of end point because life is always happening. Your body is always going to be changing. It's going to go through different life stages. It's going to be aging. You're going to have different activity levels throughout your life. You're going to have different hormone fluctuations. You're going to have different lifestyles, different social circles, different work commitments, different you know, changes in seasons, just some people eat different in the winter to how they do in the summer. Everything is always fluctuating and changing. And so rather than thinking that it's kind of like, okay, this this plan that I've got here that I can like feel is the right plan for me. And it feels really good to eat that way right here in this moment right now. That's fantastic. And that will get you a long way. But I'm never going to say to anyone, that's it, you've got it cracked. You never need to focus on this again, because something will come along and something will change. And whether that's a change that happens within you and your body or your your emotional health, your physical health, or something that happens outside of yourself, what is important is that you have the tools to adapt and um, with the changes that come along. So again, it's really this weight loss journey is one that doesn't have a start and it doesn't have an end. But what I think you can do is really equip yourself with skills, tools, experiences, practice, everything that you need to equip yourself on your journey so that you can constantly be changing, you know, updating how you eat, addressing what's going on for you, always fluid, but you've got all of the tools that you need to manage that. That's really important. So other other things I think are useful to bear in mind when we're thinking about making this weight loss journey our last one. Um, It is a continual process of learning and discovery. It's about creating a life that you love through having a better relationship with food and yourself. Each day you live cannot be done over. And your weight loss journey is not a dress rehearsal for life. It is not you putting your life on hold until you get to be the weight that you want to be. And then all of a sudden life is going to be, you know, all daisies and rainbows. It doesn't happen like that. 
whilst you're on your weight loss journey, you want to be living every single day of your life just as much as you think you will when you are the weight that you want to be. It's about taking as much care of yourself as you can every single day, making nutritious and nourishing food choices, fueling the miracle that is your body. Okay, we've got to stop abusing our bodies. Our bodies have taken so much from us when we think of all of the chemicals and processed foods that we we've given ourselves. It's that's what processed foods generally are. They're not food. They're a lot of times they're chemicals, and we have unknowingly been abusing our bodies. So I want you to stop thinking about starting at a future point in time because that's a habit that we can easily get into. We don't have the luxury of that. And as I said, the conveyor belt of life never stops. It never stands still. And you never get to start because you never get to stop. Um, I also think something else to remind yourself of is you are the greatest project you will ever work on. Um, that's a saying that I've one of my favorite ones. You are the greatest project you will ever work on. Anything else I want to say about this? I think that's pretty much what I want to say about that slide. So something then that I think is useful, the, the homework that I've got for you for today is to look at why you want what it is that you want. The number on the scale, the clothes size, the, um, you know, trimmer body, if it's about toning up or exercise. Why do you want what you want? Why do you want to be this number on the scales? What does it mean to you? Why do you want a better relationship with food? It might be another um, health number, a cholesterol number, uh, HbA1c number. What does it mean to you? Why do you want it? And what we do when we're asking ourselves this is we keep drilling down to understand what it is we want and why it's important to us. For some of us, the weight, it might, for some of us, absolutely, it's going to be about health. For some of us, it might be about health right here, right now, because we're feeling heavy, we've concerned we've got some of those factors if you like that are sort of showing us that our health is not going the way that we want to want it to for others of us it's about our future health we might be thinking about grandchildren and wanting to be fit and able with them we might be thinking about our retirement and all of the exciting and wonderful things that we want to do hobbies travel adventures in our retirement or it might be that actually we are just our emotional health is suffering because of how we're thinking about our physical health right now. And that is the most important thing to take care of is we just want to feel better in our day to day. And I can relate to that. So really drill down into figuring out why what you want on your journey is important to you. And then what you want to do and there's a worksheet to help you with this is almost reflect back and look at this every single day. And some questions that can guide you with this are asking yourself, um, some questions with this are asking yourself, how will I be different when I've lost my weight? How will I be different when I've lost my weight? These are really telling questions. How will my life be different when I've lost my weight? Which problems in my life will improve or disappear? when I've lost my weight. And for if you want to swap, if you don't want to focus on weight and you want to focus on health or some other descriptor of your relationship with food, that is absolutely fine because I really appreciate it's not all about the weight. What things will I do in my life that I'm not doing now when I've lost my weight? And who in my life do I want success for in addition to yourself? Because it's always the priority is always going to be doing it for you. You, If you're doing it for someone else, it's not going to work. You have to 
do it for yourself. You have to see that you are worth doing it for, for you. So great. If you want to lose weight to be able to run around, around for your grandkids, that's fine, but you're not doing it for them. You're doing it so that you can, the pleasure you get from being able to run around with your grandkids and you're getting it for the the peace, if you like, of mind maybe that it is, of the fact that you can do that and you're able to do it. So don't tell yourself you're doing this for your grandkids or you're doing it for your partner. You really want to settle on the fact that you're doing it for you and that is okay and that is the most important best reason for why you're doing it. But answering these other questions, I think is really useful um, in helping you with your weight loss journey. Because then what I want you to do when you've answered them is I want you to think to how you can start applying that to your life today. So when you think about how you will be different when I've lost my weight, I've got some answers to that. I want you to be thinking about how you can bring that forward and start applying this in your day. When you show up today, how you think you will be when you've lost your weight, that will make things so much easier. It's not then about a a state, this is how we are right now, and this is all that's going to change when we get over there. We start becoming the person we want to be today. We don't need to wait until we've lost our weight, which is what I've just said. On this slide here, show up as future you today. What would what would she do? What would she choose? What would she say to herself? How would she be feeling? What outcome would she create? So once you've answered those questions about what you think you're going to create, show up, how you're going to be, what you're going to think when you've got the weight loss results that you want, bring those forward to think about how you show up as future you today. All right. So if you think that when you've lost weight, you would treat yourself to an item of clothing, I much prefer that than treating ourselves to food, treat yourself to an item of clothing today. Now, I get that um, possibly you're like, oh, but I don't spend money on this because I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to be a different size and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that's fine. To some extent, you can treat yourself to shoes, you can treat yourself to jewelry, you can treat yourself to a bag, you can treat yourself to a scarf. You can um, also think about the fact that um, you know, if it's going to be a long time for you to sort of move yourself down the um, scales, depending on how much weight you've got to lose, then do you not deserve to take care of yourself as you move forward on that journey? And is it possible there's a couple, like one or two items that you can buy yourself for those different stages of your journey to help you feel better and um, and show up in the way that you want to be um, today, not waiting till you've lost all of your weight? Okay. And something else I want you to think, be always thinking um, as a part of making this journey, weight loss journey, your last one. Did I learn today or win and learn? And I know what I normally say here is like, I normally say we're either winning or learning. So this, as you see the image on the, on the left, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Actually, you learn when you win as well. I was talking to a private client about this yesterday and I was like, you don't just learn when you're not winning, you're learning when you're winning. And that's really important to reinforce. But so you're either winning and learning or you are learning. Okay. And as I was just saying with the question that I answered at the beginning, what's really important on your weight loss journey, even though we're calling it that, is that you see all of these things that get up, get, get, that get up, that come up for you and get in your way, that cause you to slip up, that cause you to think, oh, stuff it, I can't be bothered, that cause you to think, I'm so, you know, emotionally upset. It, you know, this is such a big deal that having this, you know, chocolate muffin to 
you know, not have it seem so petty in the way. All of the conversation that you're telling yourself, those are all of the reasons why you're not the way that you want to be right now. Rather than be like batting those out the way to try and move forward and get to your goal, what I want you to do is I want you to pick up each of those reasons and hold it close, hold them close and get to know them and examine them and embrace them because they are like, whether we think of them as, I don't know, boulders on the path or doors that you want to unlock with a key, you've got to, you've got to bring them close to you and look at them and understand them and put strategies in place for them, not just bash them out the way and ignore them and have tunnel vision and just like focus on that number on the scale, number on the scale, number on the scale. You've got to embrace all of this messy stuff that's getting in your way and take that, take it in and learn from all of that. That is what is going to make the difference between a kind of a diet approach and create having the tools to manage your weight for life. Okay. Um, another thing I want you to consider as part of making this weight loss journey your last one is how can I make it easier? Okay, I would have not wanted to pay any attention to this. Um, I would have been like, I don't care if it's if I just want it to work. It's like, I don't care about making it easy. I will work hard. I just want it to work. But because I just want to bring you back and remind you, because this is a lifelong journey, making it easier is really important. Okay, you do not want to sign up for something that is impossible and difficult and daunting um, and always to be impossible and difficult and daunting for your entire life. That would be exhausting. I'm not going to also not going to lie to you and say it's going to be easy all of the time, but you can always be looking at ways to make it easier. Sometimes we can do hard things. We can show up. We can do hard things. We can empower ourselves, embrace ourselves. And we're like, yeah, it's really, this is really tough right now. I can do hard things. I can move forward with this. But we can't be at that in that way about it all of the time because we will get depleted. It will be tiring. And so sometimes it's going to be hard and sometimes it's going to be easy. But if we're consciously looking out for ways to make it easier, that is going to help us. Um, so how you can make it easier is you take ownership for every decision. Um, one of the areas I think this can sometimes be quite difficult. And again, we've got another module on this in the Food for Thought program is food decisions where other people are involved. Um, whether it's our partners who love us dearly, who buy treat foods for us because we spent the last three decades appreciating them when they buy treat foods for us whether it is our parents who always make certain comments when we go home about our food or our weight or still, you know, I don't know, pull a face if we don't eat everything on our plate or whatever it might be. Um, we've got to take ownership for every single decision that we make. No one is ever force feeding you. It might feel like it at some times emotionally, but they're not physically force feeding you. Everything that you put in your mouth is your decision. When you can embrace and taking ownership for that, you empower yourself and that makes things easier. It, things get easier when you let go of the word should, okay? When you let go of should, we've not actually spoken about this, have we? I don't think the last few days. Um, we it's, it's so normal for us to say, oh, I shouldn't have that. I should have that. I should do this, or blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't know if it's just me, but it's part, it's almost like it's part of every, almost every single sentence that I say about my to-do list. 
Um, if we could just stop saying should and say, do I want to or do I not want to? And do I like my reasons? That will make things a lot easier because when we are in should land, things feel burdensome and more um, heavy and like pressure and it doesn't feel good. So when we move away from should, I want, I would love, I don't want, then things become easier. Also, we can make things easier by reminding ourselves that small hinges swing big doors. What I mean by that is if you think of the visual picture, I don't know, some sort of castle doors don't work because they've got a drawbridge, but some sort of big mansion building. And you think of these big, huge doors um, and the hinges, by comparison, are really small, but they have a big impact. I want you to think of this, visualize this to remind yourself that very small changes that you make, when you make those small changes consistently, can have a big impact on your overall momentum for your journey, your weight and your health. So small hinges swing big doors. Um, The next one, focus on what you are doing and forget the bigger picture. We spoke a bit about this, didn't I? We talked about the idea of losing the next, getting really good at losing the next pound, really good at losing the next pound and focusing on that. And because you're getting really good, you've just got the skills to lose the next pound and you become an expert at that. That is going to get you to the weight and health goals that you want. You don't need to um, be focused on got to, you know, that old like the calculation that I did it's like okay how many weeks to the holiday okay can I lose two pounds a week okay I can lose x number of pounds I've got to lose that weight or else I'm going to be miserable on holiday did that ever work no was I always miserable because I hadn't met the weight goal I set myself yes focus on the next best decision we've spoken about that already so even if you've had a slip up today you you maybe you just forgot and you had some biscuits at work or maybe you had you know something came up for you emotionally and you stopped off on the way home and grabbed some chocolate it's okay the most important thing that you can do is get yourself a glass of water eat some delicious healthy and nourishing foods never deny like if if you if you slip up we're going to use that phrase I quite like that one actually it is relatively benign isn't it if you slip up um and you end up having something I know cake in the office in the afternoon don't tell yourself you're going to compensate and make up for it and have less for dinner that is diet mentality just just don't just don't do that just believe me it does not work so never punish yourself for slipping up which is effectively what you're doing there you're trying to sort of like manipulate yourself or barter with yourself just have a really delicious healthy and nourishing dinner hopefully the one you had planned and move forward that is your next best decision um if it feels really difficult say to yourself can i just or am i willing am i willing to just do this thing can i just um you know not eat pasta with dinner can i just swap out um my normal spaghetti with I know, spiralized, what was it, courgette, courgette, or have half spaghetti, half courgette at dinner. Can I just do this? Can I just do that? Just be gentle with yourself rather than being like, oh my gosh, I've got to change all these things. Can I just be nice to yourself? I'm so pleased that so many of you mentioned that at the beginning. And then I also want to remind you, 1% improvements add up to a lot. Making 1% changes consistently I haven't got the maths here. There is a mathematical equation. I'm trying to think which Olympian it was that talked about this. 
was it the cyclist Bradley? Can't remember. Anyway, you, you could probably Google it and look it up. The, the um, cumulative effect of 1% improvements make a huge and massive difference. All right. Whilst I want to sort of say, it's just things like support yourself, love yourself, appreciate yourself, prioritize yourself. Um, stop holding your breath and tensing up because you expect to mess up and channel that tense energy into ways that you can make it easier. All the things that we've just spoken about here. All right. Okay. And then just quickly, I just want to just share this. So unwavering faith plus extraordinary effort equals miracles. This is what Hal Alrod says. Um, he has a book called The Miracle Equation, and it is beautifully aligned with the Lose Weight Live Life program. Um, and I see it like this, the unwavering belief and the consistent action equals no more overeating and life transformation. So let's break that down. Unwavering belief is built by repeatedly choosing to believe that you are becoming the version of you that doesn't overeat, loves being the weight that she is, um, no longer relies on food to feel better about herself or her life. So when you're continually doing those things and practicing those, you create belief in yourself. It's not going to be unwavering at the beginning. It's but it's being willing to suspend. Um, I guess suspend the right word, probably not. It's being willing to hold that belief for you and do all the things as if you did have unwavering belief and then you will start to have unwavering belief. And when you do that repeatedly by making the choices that will get you there, not only when things are going well, but importantly, when things feel difficult. So, for example, when you get on the scales and you've gained a pound for no reason, that's going to happen because our weight fluctuates all of the time for so many reasons. Um, when you've had a particularly bad day at work, when your family takes you totally for granted and you feel unloved, um, when all of those things happen and when you can still show up and with some belief in yourself, that is how you create this unwavering belief. Okay, consistent action. Hal describes extraordinary effort as active engagement and sustained effort. And to me, this is all about consistent action. Okay, again, it looks like showing up for yourself, making yourself a priority. Many of my clients think they can't make themselves a priority because they don't have time or because their loved one's needs are more pressing. But it's not actually about that. It is a mindset shift that makes the difference, not the actual logistics of the time. And once you can achieve that mindset shift, you will feel liberated, um, especially if, like, like I did, you've been used to prioritizing everyone else's needs. Okay, so sustained effort is all about doing the little things, even when you don't want to. Things that won't make such a difference in the moment, but will make a huge impact on your life. What I want to do next then is I want to tell you about the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, which is um, something that you can join if you would like to have support beyond this week. Um, so let me dive right in and tell you about that. So the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, it's a coaching based program and its focus is to help you find and discover why you eat the way that you do when you want to be a different health or a different weight to what you currently are about helping you understand why you personally find it difficult to maybe stop eating, eat less, eat differently, um, eat when you're emotionally hungry, all of those things. Um, and whilst we know the reasons in general terms, we know that we, we talked about it earlier, 
um, this week. We're influenced by culture and society and conditioned programming and um, habit habits that we've adopted unknowingly and also from the impact that refined and processed food has on our bodies, um, especially specifically our hormones. Um, you are going to want to know your very specific reasons personal to you. Um, what comes up for you in your relationship with food and yourself and your life? And it's why it's called what the coaching that I do is called causal coaching, because we're always peeling back the layers, more and more layers to find out what's happening at the very beginning. And we, we kind of um, we start with the layers on top. I think I mentioned to someone yesterday who was struggling with not judging themselves. That's your upper layer. So you want to work on that layer first. And then when you've worked on that one and you've learned how to not have that judgment and to be more compassionate and curious with yourself, then you peel back that layer and then you look at the next thing that's going on for you. So we're always constantly peeling back all of these layers, working through them, learning tools to help you with them. And through the program, you learn how to uncover your unconscious thoughts as well as your conscious ones and look at the emotional patterns that keep you eating. So you'll learn tools to help you understand them once you're aware of them. And then you'll learn tools to help you overcome them. Um, and you'll learn tools that are the alternative and better solution. And then you get help practicing all of those tools. All right. So let me tell you then a little bit more about how that is set up. Um, I showed this diagram earlier in the week as well. So what we focus on are the three areas of food, self and life. So when it comes to our relationship with food, it's about creating the right balance for you personally, for the life stage that you're in right now, between eating for fuel and nutrition and nourishment and comfort and joy, because we are emotional eating beings. We just want to get that balance where it works for us it's not about not emotionally eating it's not about only eating for fuel and nutrition and nourishment we want to enjoy and get pleasure from food so that's what it's the relationship with food is the first part when it comes to your relationship with yourself it's about self-acceptance self-appreciation and unconditional love and then when it comes to your life it's about being intentional recognizing you only have this one precious life um, and reminding ourselves that each day is special and unique and can never be relived. So it's really importantly about living a life you love. For any questions about any of this as I'm talking, do feel free to ask in the comments or in the Q&A box. And so as I spoke about earlier, there are four, I guess, four toolboxes, we might want to call them, that we use to help us with all of that. We've got tools for our mind, tools for our body, tools for our brain and tools for our emotions. And we've focused mostly on our emotions this week. We have only scratched the surface, we focused on our emotions with some crossover with the mind and also just a little tiny bit on the brain as well. Um, and because you're here for weight loss, that's what we're primi primarily here for, and the health that comes with that, we focus on your relationship with food first, but taking learning all of those four areas body brain mind and emotions but what's really good about that is that you can then all of the tools and the skills that you learn to help you with your relationship with food you will then kind of have a head start because they are all transferable skills when you start to look at what's going on with your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your life and what i suggest you do is you come into the academy um, and I suggest you set, give yourself a good chunk of time. Um, all of the 
inputs that you've had into your life up until this point, um, all the inputs from, um, I guess, childhood, again, the food industry, the you know advertising industry, social media, uh, the diet industry, all of those inputs, everything that has um, led you to have the relationship with food that you currently have. You've been having those inputs into your mind, into your brain, into your senses hundreds and thousands of times. And so it, whilst what we have done this week has probably given you a really good insight in how you can start to shift and change those, it's really important that you keep having um, new, fresh inputs, fresh perspectives. You keep getting help reframing things because we're so used to the world that we have lived in for so many years and decades, it's very, very easy for us to forget the alternative. So we need to keep showing it to ourselves. We need to build up a really good, so almost like internal database of evidence to support ourselves and continue moving forward with the momentum that you've got this week. So when you join the Academy, I think about it in phases. Phase one is working with me through the three-month Food for Thought program. It's the 13-module or 13-week program where you will learn all about what happens in your body, brain, mind, and emotion when it comes to your relationship with food. Um, knowledge is power. And as I said before, after the decades of flawed diet and weight loss advice, you're going to want to learn the latest information whilst also importantly learning how to find the answers within you because you are the most important person in all of this. Everyone is different. Everyone's bodies are different. Everyone's life is unique. You've got to look within you for all of the answers to how you want to move forward. Um, so we've got a 13 uh, module program. We start next week. So winter 2024 food for thought live talk program um, starts next week. So you get, we have a weekly class. You get to work with me. Um, similarly to how we've done here, um, we do a different topic each week. I'm going to talk to, talk to you about those in just a moment. Um, and then there's also a workbook accompanying the classes so that each week you've got worksheets to work through to help you apply what you learn. In addition to that, we have a second call each week, which is a coaching call where you get to join raise your hand, come on live and have a coaching conversation with me if you want to. If you if you don't want to raise your hand and come on live, then it's um, webinar style like this. It's not that everyone is seen altogether. So if you're more comfortable not being seen, that's fine. You can ask me questions through the Q&A box. You can also use our Facebook community to ask questions in advance, share what's going on for you if you can't attend live and you want to catch the replay. Um, just like you've experienced this week, not only will you find it useful to ask questions to get the support and help specific and unique to you, which I absolutely recommend everyone does, but also by listening to what others are asking and sharing, you will find that things resonate with you. You might even see things in other people that you've kind of almost been a little bit blind to yourself. Um, so we've got the talk program, we've got our weekly coaching calls, and then we've got a really supportive um, private Facebook members only community where you can get a lot of support and accountability. You can ask questions as often as you like. You can just post in there at any time. We have specific posts going in on a Monday and Friday where we encourage you to provide updates on how things are going specifically for accountability and support. Um the 13-week module Food for Thought program that I mentioned, 
Um, depending on what size screen you're looking at, you may or may not be able to see what we cover here. It's it's a lot. Um, if you're looking at the, there's a, if I, I'm going to give you a link in a minute to a web page with further details. I don't think that's been updated yet with all 13 modules. We did the 13 modules for the autumn program that we did last year with the program. Last program we did was in September. Um, we've updated it. So just, just letting you know that this is what it will be. Um, so we look at setting yourself up for success. Um, we look at helping you adopt with that class, helping you adopt a growth mindset, um, showing you how to learn from setbacks, helping you consistently show up for yourself to ensure progress. It's really about setting you up to um, be the person you want to be in your weight loss journey. We also look at the concept of future you, where you envision the person you aspire to be whilst appreciating who you currently are. Um, in module two, we dive deep into the food side of things. We look at helping you design the way you want to eat for life. And that is going to be what I'm going to put in inverted commas, normal life for special occasions, when you're dealing with life challenges, it may be if you're ill and everything in between. Okay. And we have a framework in place, a step-by-step -step framework to guide you through, um, to help you find the right balance as we talk about for eating for fuel and nourishment and comfort and pleasure. And that will change. That will evolve over the course of those 13 weeks that we're working together. We suggest that you review that every fortnight. So you make some changes, you get to um, look at the impact that has for you, and then you review it, and then you decide whether you want to make a change. And then we work with you through that. Module three is all about desire and your brain. We've not really touched on that much this week. This is um, learning. We, we talked about it a bit yesterday, actually, didn't we, with the toddler brain. Um, so it's learning about what is happening when you make decisions. So it's looking at your decision making criteria around food. What is happening when you're making decisions in the moment versus when you're maybe thinking about how you're going to eat when you go out for a meal versus what you actually order when you're sat there with all of your friends. So it's understanding what's going on in your brain in different scenarios so that you can, sometimes I talk about hacking your brain, you can sort of like manage your brain better because you understand it. Module four is all about hunger. Hunger and satiation, I call it hunger and stopping at enough. So we talk about physical hunger, emotional hunger, we talk about that hormonally imbalanced hunger that is, was came up earlier in the week. Um, and we also talk about portion size as well. So it's not only hunger, but it's also stopping eating when you're satiated. Module five, we look at emotional eating. Um, we go into it in more detail than we have this week, specifically looking at what is going on when you feel that urge to eat. Module six is all about failing your way to success. So this is where we look at all of those different, we want to talk about them as boulders or you know, blockages on the path. If you think about it as an, an, you know, you're trying to get through an obstacle course, you creating the relationship with food that you want um, has got all of these different obstacles in the way. Thought-based obstacles, life-based obstacles, emotional obstacles. This module is all about helping you identify those. Um, knowing what to do when they come up. And then also the question that came up earlier about what to do when you have a slip, that is going to be um, something that we're going to address in detail there as well. Module seven is looking at the mindset side of things. Again, we've touched on that a tiny bit this week, 
But what we're going to do is go into that into a lot more detail, looking at helping you understand both your kind of default mindset, the one that's there happening on autopilot when you're not paying attention, and also how you can empower yourself to manage your mindset with intention to help you do the things you want to do. Module eight is about rewriting your story. This is going to be looking at how you can make peace with your kind of diet history um, and decide what you want your next chapter of your relationship with food to look like. Module nine, we are going to be working with you on some self-coaching tools. Journaling will be a part of this, but showing you how to go through processes to um kind of coach yourself through some situations and scenarios. The whole, I guess, emphasis really in the academy is equipping you with all of the tools. It's not about, you know, using me all of the time to help you. It's about you learning from me how you can use the tools that I use to help you to help yourself. And that's what we look at with that module. Then we have a module on exception eating. So all things special occasions, holidays, um, we look at even you know eating when you're poorly, um, different time, different types of eating in different situations. Module 11 is looking at when others impact how you eat. Again, I touched on this a little bit earlier. Um, so this is about strategies when um, maybe dealing with family meals, peer pressure, social gathering, um, comments people might make about your weight um, or all of that, you know, keeping ourselves heavier because we feel more comfortable. That's what we look at in that module. Module 12 is all about living your best life. So this is all about checking in and seeing whether we are um, eating to live and checking that we're not living to eat. And then module 13 is about strategies for moving forward. It's about reflecting and deciding what you want to focus on next in the academy. Okay, so we guide you through a comprehensive review of your current habits, successes. There's um, a questionnaire that you can take to look at all of the different kind of skills that we help teach you in the academy. And you can like check off to see which ones you've mastered and which ones you might want to spend more time working on. Um, so that's that's what the Food for Thought program looks like. Um each of the modules is live taught and then made available to you via replay um, and accessible in the main academy portal, which is what you're seeing a picture of here. Um, and then there's will be a various worksheets and PDF resources available for you to download with that. We also have a private podcast. So if you are a podcast listener and that means that you can, um, you know, you can listen to this while you're driving, walking, we can do that as well. There's also an app that you can use as well, which some people, if you are phone based, um, may find easier than this sort of like the logging on browser based part. Um, I also mentioned earlier the Facebook community. Um, it is used to you know check in daily. I'm going to talk about phase two in a minute as well. We use the, the Facebook community extensively for that. We have you know check ins to review your food framework, check ins on Mondays and Fridays. We invite you to ask questions for upcoming calls and you're encouraged to post about anything you want support with at any time you like. We don't restrict you. We don't police that in any way. The more you show up and post and share, just like you all have done amazingly this week, the more you will be helping others. OK, 
Um, and then after the Food for Thought programme, there are lots of other options available to you. So you might want to think of this as a phase two. Um, what we have in addition to the Food for Thought programme and the weekly group coaching call, we also have another taught call each month. And what we do is each month we focus on um, a specific topic. And I think of it as kind of like a deep dive. Um, we tend to alternate between topics focused on food and those focused on life and your relationship with yourself. So um, often what we do with these calls is we have daily work to help you practice, apply what you learn um, each day. This particular month, January, we're focusing on getting more from 2024. So we've got a call tomorrow all about setting your vision for what you want for this year um last week the call was all about like kind of rediscovering yourself getting in touch with your values what you like what you're good at your skills just encouraging you to take a moment and pause now what we suggest you do is that you work on this after you've done the food for thought program but I appreciate that some of you are going to have more time available than others. Some of you may be working full time. Some of you may be retired. There's no restriction on you taking part in phase two from the outset. It's just that if you want to really focus and dive deep on your relationship with food, there's plenty there for you to be learning. So you might want to stagger how you approach that. Um, and to give you some ideas of other work that we've done previously, we in November, we did the month of November, we focused on losing the mental weight. So we looked at things like comparison and being in that compare and despair and judgment and shame. We looked at um, loving what is in your life and in yourself. Um, and we looked at um, some tools from um, someone called Byron Katie, who has written some books on that. And we actually, we, we taught those to you in the academy. Um, we also looked at your mental weight and other people and having your own back. And then in August last year was a month that we did on self-acceptance. So we looked at body image, healing from diet mentality. We looked at self-sabotage and we looked at you believing that you are intrinsically enough. And um, that's just some examples there. So this month, as I said, in January, we're focusing on you getting the most from 2024, getting more from 2024. And next month, February, we're going to be focusing on food urges. Um, so look, we did in June, we looked at food urges. We looked at um, all of the tools that we teach you around food urges. And then we equipped you, we helped you um, track your food urges every single day. We also use something called the Urge Jar Challenge, um, which is something that you can learn all about um, or you in February in the Academy. And what we often do for these monthly topics as well is we do have prizes and giveaways because it just makes it a bit more fun. And often they come with journaling workbooks. So when we did the, um, the sort of self-love and appreciation classes, there's uh, 31 days of journaling prompts to accompany that work. Um, how are we doing for time? Just about. So I'm trying to think I've covered everything that we've got going on here. A couple of other things. Um, we've got accountability buddies, our option, if you want, we will match you up with somebody as well. Um, I think I've covered everything else. Um, so then the options available to you are, so, um, there's great, it's great to come in and work with me for 12 months because you get to really focus on 
first your relationship with food, and then you get some time to go deeper onto your relationship with food um, and pick up on some of those monthly focus topic deep dives, as well as working on your relationship with self and also looking at other aspects of your life. So if you join us for a year, it's £490. Um, it's a set 12 months at that point, and you get effectively two months free compared to if you would prefer to pay monthly, um, which is £49 per month. Um, with the pay monthly price, you can cancel at any time. Um, and then there's also an option for VIP membership. With VIP membership, what you get is six um what I call laser focused private coaching sessions. So they're 30 minute sessions. But what we do is we invite you to complete a questionnaire before your session, which I review before your coaching session so that we can spend, we can then get through a lot in 30 minutes. And you can either, if you want to come on board um, and take those six sessions, those people tend to do it in two ways. Sometimes people will, will come on board and take those six sessions over the first six weeks and really feel like they're empowering themselves to move forward and really support themselves getting that momentum going. Other times, people will hold on to those sessions for if they hit um, some obstacles, life gets a bit tricky, or what you might want to use those sessions for, they don't have to be for your relationship with food. So you can get coached on anything in those sessions. So some people might be joining this who have got a relationship that they want to work on. Could be a relationship with their mother. Maybe they're caring for their mother and they're finding that really difficult. Maybe they want to work on the relationship with a child or with their significant other. Um, and so you can use those private coaching sessions for something slightly different if you would like to, or something that maybe is more personal that you don't want to talk about in front of others in the group. If you go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash enroll, you've got all of the information there um, and you can, you can find out more and see what's there. Um, there are some bonuses available. So if you, the bonuses available at the moment Oh, I'm just reading what these are now. We have got some, and this is the first time we've done that, this, and I don't know how it will work, so we'll see how we go. But everyone who joins right now, everyone who joins before Sunday, will get, depending on what you sign up for, either a 15-minute private one-to-one -one with me if you're a monthly member, a 30-minute private one-to-one -one if you are a annual member, or a 60-minute creating your food framework coaching call, or you could use that for something else if you wanted to, in addition to your other six private sessions if you take VIP membership. And if you also join us before tomorrow night, end of the day tomorrow, then the workbooks that are available to you, we are going to print those and ship them to you. So if you join as an annual member, you will get the Food for Thought program workbook and a three-month daily intentions and planning workbook. As a monthly member, you get the Food for Thought program workbook. And if you join as a VIP member, you get the Food for Thought program workbook printed and shipped to you and the three-month daily intention workbook printed and shipped to you and also a personal journal as well. The workbooks, if you don't come in and grab them as a bonus, are available to you as a PDF workbook, and they are also, you're also able to order and pay for them to be printed and ship, shipped to you separately as an option as well. Okay, so having said all that, does anybody have any questions at all? Any, any questions? Right, lots of questions here. I'm gonna have to go, how many minutes have I got? Three minutes. Okay, I'm gonna have to go really quickly. Is the Academy interactive? Do we see faces? If you 
asked to raise your hand and come on and have a coaching conversation with me, then we would see your face and you would see the faces of those people getting coached. So you can raise your hand and come in in that way. But otherwise, it would be kind of a Zoom webinar style call. Dawn says, how is my program different or better than Noom? I've, I've not, I don't, I've not looked at Noom. I've never subscribed to Noom. So I don't know if you've done Noom, then you may be able to answer that better (laughs) based on what I've just shared. I'm really not sure. Dawn also says, I'm not very techie. Do your friends on Facebook see responses? No. So they don't see the responses that you post in the community, the free community that's about you're in this week, and they won't see your responses in the members community either. Are the sessions on particular nights, same nights each week? So we will have normally the Food for Thought program is going to be on a Tuesday night at seven o'clock or 7.30. I think we normally do it at 7.30 for the Food for Thought program. And we'll be on Tuesday nights for this phase of it. And then we have either the focus topic call or the group coaching call on another evening during the week would normally be on a Monday, a Wednesday or a Thursday. And then we would do a call probably during a lunchtime on a different day as well. And they fluctuate all the time because everyone has different schedules. Thank you for asking those questions. I think I've answered Heather's question as well. Um, I think I've answered the question about paying monthly and session times. What I can do, I can send everybody the schedule for January to give you an idea of the session times. We keep, we keep, it's, it's ever changing so that it sort of works for everyone. So it's very rare that everyone comes to every session. You've got all the replays just like you've had available here and you can make really good use of those. With the monthly, monthly, is it direct debit and when will the first payment be taken? Yes, it is direct debit and the payment is taken when on the day that you enroll. So um, that's how that works. And then it, it takes it the same day of the month from your enrollment kind of anniversary. I'm just trying to see what's in the Facebook group. Adele says, mentioned a book that runs alongside this course. I'm not sure of the book that you're referring to. So we we create our own workbooks and materials. So I'm not sure if it might be that. I sometimes recommend various books on different topics that we're teaching in the academy. The one that I just mentioned was by Byron Katie. She's got a book called Loving What Is. That was a topic that we did I think back in November. You may well have some other questions in here as well about the content of what we've been doing this week. I will go through, take those out, and we've got our entire session tomorrow is a Q&A session. Really sorry I've got to go into Dash now, jump into the Academy, but any questions you can message me either in the Facebook community, feel free to ask me in the community, or DM me, or you can email support at weightwhispering.com. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The program offers different levels of support to suit you, including self-paced learning, twice-weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community, and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.